Welcome to Stand Out for entrepreneurs and small businesses who want to stand out in their industry and grow their business. I am Diana from monogrampublishers.co.uk and in this show we'll explore how to increase authority, define your unique value proposition and create products and services your audience will love. Welcome to another episode of our Monday Monologues. Today, I'll be talking about why your business is probably not different or unique enough to stand out in your industry. Whether you've been in your industry for ages or you're just getting started in a business or niche, there is one common challenge everyone has to face. And this is how do we distinguish our businesses in an oftentimes crowded space? As we can all see and certainly feel, the world is moving faster and faster. Only recently, with the rise of AI commercial applications, we have seen huge disruptions. And we all hear that this is only the beginning and that all industries might be disrupted. So we hear a lot about how AI will really challenge every single industry out there. So the space of business in general, which is interdependent with technology, is being disrupted more than ever. This is great news if we consider improvements in capabilities, more productivity, new services, new business models, etc. But it also brings many challenges for people, because unlike AI and technology, we generally can't move as fast. And what we're seeing is that many roles, and of course, therefore, people are becoming irrelevant in some industries and are being replaced by technology. We also have younger people coming into the workforce who grew up with technology and are used to navigating the digital space. So we have a combination of factors coming together at the same time, creating a very busy, bustling and lively competitive space, which is of course super exciting, but it also makes it harder to stand out as a business. And it really highlights how urgently you need to define your uniqueness and then own it. And here's where the magic of defining and naming your unique value proposition comes into play. You might have heard of it as USP rather than UVP, but it's essentially the same and it's what sets your business apart from the rest of the industry. And defining your UVP or unique value proposition is literally the single most important thing you could do to make sure your business continues to grow. Another obstacle to standing out in the market is, in addition to what we mentioned before, the constant shifts in consumer preferences, behaviors and expectations. Keeping up with this is especially difficult if you don't have a huge marketing budget or you can't afford to run constant market research or horizon scanning activities. And by the way, I'm a massive advocate of horizon scanning, which is essentially researching what, what's happening with users in the market. And in fact, at Monogram, we do this often, um, and I'm sure I'll be sharing this and other methods we use in our blog or in our resources. But I completely get that as busy people running a business, this is just another thing on your plate. And the final obstacle I want to point out is that many times businesses want to please everyone. 
There is this misconception that you should be as broad as possible and capture as much of the market as you can. This means that your brand or your service ends up being quite bland or really not memorable at all. And chances are you will be competing on price with the many other businesses that also serve your customers. So essentially you become a jack of all trades and master of none. Yes, admittedly, the journey to differentiate and make your business truly unique has some challenges. But on the bright side, it means your business will thrive, you will serve the people who really value your products and services, and I bet you'll get fewer calls to customer service. Right, so hopefully I've convinced you that standing out is about offering unique value to not all, but a very specific slice of the market. Now I want to give you a framework you can use to understand who you should be targeting your products and services to and how to match your ideal customers to those services. At the heart of every successful business, service or product, there is a deep understanding of the target audience. The more you understand your audience, the more you have a chance of creating a solution that people will gladly pay for. The first step is defining who your ideal customer would be. It's easy to think about who our customers currently are, but have you questioned, are these customers my ideal customers? Are these the people I am super excited and happy to serve? Do I like my customers? If the answer to any of these questions is no, you probably are serving the wrong customers. That's why this first step of defining your audience is so important. It will literally determine your happiness running your business in the future. Once you have your ideal customer in mind, think about their demographics, their values, what they care about, what are their pains, challenges, needs, expectations, what is their typical day like. So try to learn as much as possible about this ideal customer. And if you can, give your ideal customer a name. The second step is to find real people who are similar to your ideal customer and validate the profile you created before. This process will help you better understand your ideal customers and learn more deeply about them. You will know how to talk to them, how to get their attention and really what matters most to them. This is crucial for you to build a real relationship with them, build trust and credibility. Some people get really scared when they hear market research and they imagine standing outside a shop with a survey trying to get people to talk to you. So don't worry, you don't need to stand on the sidewalk with a click board. You can use online tools like Google Forums or a SurveyMonkey to create online surveys. It's as easy as sending an email and waiting for people to respond on their own time. You could also set up an online video chat with some people who represent your ideal customers. And during the chat, ask them about what they like, what sort of problems they're facing or need solving, and also what is important to them and get to really understand what their needs are. Platforms like Reddit or Twitter can give you a ton of information about what people think. So look for topics related to what you're offering and see what people are saying. If you have a website, this is a goldmine. 
Tools like Google Analytics can tell you so much about who's visiting your site, what they're doing, uh, what they like, what, what are they clicking on, etc. And this can also be a great way to learn more about what people need and are looking for. You can also check out what your competitors are doing online. Look at their social media, their blogs, their websites. It's a really great way to see how their audience reacts to what they're doing. And you can learn a lot from that, especially if your ideal customer uses their services too. Once you have gathered all the information and validated or expanded on it, you can create a detailed customer avatar that represents your ideal customers. These avatars, also are known as buyer personas, should include information about their goals, challenges, interests, uh, pains, etc. So as, as much information as you can. At Monogram Publishers, we offer this as a complete service because we know that this is one of the biggest, most important factors to business success. So if you're interested in the service, just head over to our website and check it out. Okay, phew, lots of information there and lots of actions to take, but I can't stress this enough. This step is hugely important to your business success. But now we need to chat about how you can create uniqueness for your business and stand out. But first, let me give you a couple of well-known examples of companies that successfully did this. The first one is the almighty Apple. What's so cool about how they work is they really focus on their customers. That's at the foundation of the company's ethos. A great quote from Steve Jobs about this is, our job is to figure out what their, meaning their customers, are going to want before they actually do. And this really shows how he prioritized understanding the customer at a very deep level. And because of this, they know their customers love things that are new and exciting, that look great, and ultimately that are very friendly and easy to use. So they match their customers' expectations and needs through products that fit that bill perfectly. Apple goes the extra mile to predict what will wow their clients to then craft just the right solution that does exactly that. So they're not just meeting expectations, but they're exceeding them. And it's this forward thinking and customer centric approach that has really helped Apple transcend from being just a tech company to becoming a way of life. The next example is Nike. We all know the famous Just Do It tagline. It's all over our shoes, our t-shirts, and our sportswear. But did you know that catchphrase wasn't chosen on a whim? It wasn't even because it sounded catchy, which of course it does. It was chosen because Nike truly understood who they were as a brand and who they were speaking to, their customers. Nike knew they were dealing with people who liked staying active, playing sports or simply just moving around. So these aren't people who just want to sit around doing nothing. They have dreams. They want to run their first 5K, you know, score the winning goal or simply get up and get moving. But like all of us, they could use a little motivation sometimes. So from this understanding, Nike didn't just sell sportswear, but they sold motivation. They just do it kind of motivation. They also knew their audience wanted quality and comfort. So they made sure their products delivered on that. So looking at all of this, it's safe to say that Nike is more than a sportswear brand. They're a part of their customer's journey, their successes and their dreams, all because they took the time to truly understand their customers and made it about more than just the products they sell. 
So next time you see the Just Do It slogan, remember it's more than just a catchy line. It's a brand saying, we know you, we've got your back and together we'll get moving. Both of these examples show that when you really understand your customers, their needs and their desires, you can build products, services and messages that really connect with them on a very deep level. This unique connection isn't something that every business can do, but those that do achieve that really stand out from the crowd. It's about being present with your audience and going the extra mile to deliver what they need. Now it's the million dollar question. How can I do the same for my business? You now have the first part of the formula, your customer avatar. You understand their needs, pain points, their life, what they care about. Now we move on to the second part of that formula, your unique value proposition. And here are a few steps to help you discover this. Number one, talk to people who already like your service. Ask them what it is that they love about what you do. Get super curious, ask questions and define exactly why they like your business or your, or your services or your products. Number two, take a peek at the players. Check out your competition and determine how your competitors are addressing or not your customers' avatars' needs, pains and expectations. This will help you fill in the blanks and better understand what people will compare your service with and how you can stand out from them. Number three, pinpoint your spark. This is the moment where you spotlight exactly what makes your brand the one that gets people excited. It is your exceptional service, your commitment to quality, your brand values, or what you stand for, or maybe there's a quirky feature that only you have. Whatever it is, this is what you shout about and make your own as part of your brand. Here is where you bring together your deep knowledge of your customer, things you are doing great already, and the gaps in the services offered out there by your competitors, and of course, how you're addressing them in a very unique way. And finally, number four, name it and own it. Get inspired and create the perfect phrase that encapsulates your unique value proposition. Share it with a handful of real life fans to see if it sparks joy and really connects emotionally. And if it, they really light up with it, you're definitely onto something. And if not, don't worry, just tweak it gently until your message is truly inspiring. For those of you who might not yet have a service or product, it's even easier because you have a blank canvas and you can design everything about your business around your deep customer knowledge. Remember, finding your unique value proposition isn't just about putting a flashy badge on your chest. It's the heartbeat of your brand and the promise you keep with every customer who walks through your door. If you want help with creating your customer avatar, check out our customer avatar mastery service. Thanks for listening to Stand Out. Our podcast can be found in all the podcast platforms and you can check out all the links and resources mentioned and catch up on all episodes at www.monogrampublishers.co.uk.